It's embarrassing to watch ourselves do that. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we have a very, a very special guest with us. Yeah, that's right. Some might say one of the most special guests. Someone I've known almost as long as I've known Leah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Megan. Ooh. Megan is finally joining the podcast. My BFF. Yay! Hello. Yay. The illustrious, the elusive, <laughs> the one that's always mentioned but never here. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Now they have it. What Megan. episode are we in? Are we in like. Uh, I think this, this is 18. <gasps> it's legal. Our podcast yeah, is finally no, legal. Honey. I know. How do you feel? <laughs> the perfect guest to have. Well, on. can we talk about the hobgoblins thing? Because I know I'm the only person that has a problem with it. Yes, you are. And let's, I just, let's do I feel it. like I need to clear the to air. Defend myself. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or maybe just clarify, I guess, okay. why. I did not get the reference in that first episode. Okay. Like, I didn't, I was like, hobgoblin. I don't know what that means. And it wasn't until we were hanging out at your wedding and I was like, what? Like, I did not know we were called that. And then I didn't like it because all it makes me think of is gargoyles. I don't like that. I mean, why are you a gargoyle, I'm not a though? gargoyle. I, hobgoblin sounds like gargoyle to me, like a goblin, a ghoul, I mean, a gargoyle. I mean. I just don't like to think of myself as a gargoyle. You know that that's what my college roommates called me, right? Like not gargoyle? a gargoyle. No, 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 no. A goblin. They used to call me a goblin because I used to do this Why? thing where I would like turtle. I don't think, well, we never really went to school together. So you didn't know this about me. But when I get really stressed, I get really cold and then really sweaty alternatively. So I wear like a zipper hoodie and then I put it over my head. And then I would like sit at my computer and just like manically type things. And I looked like a goblin. Oh, like you were scheming. Or just like oh, I looked like something that should good live under a rock. Computer. Yeah. I just looked like yeah, something who should live think- under a rock, you know? I think we all want to live under a rock sometimes. Okay, but like if you were a gargoyle, you'd obviously be like the hottest gargoyle, right? Are you trying to hit on her? No, but like she said she was illustrious. I meant elusive and it took me a second to get to that word. So she said cut that out and just. I meant elusive, <laughs> illustrious, no, elusive. We're gonna leave, we're gonna all, leave of it it in. In. all of it. Um, every time I this. say, every time I say something to Mary Beth, like I need you to cut that out later, she'll be like, she just looks at me and smiles in a really conniving way, and I'm like, oh, there's only been one she has thing. All the power. That's true. There's only been one thing that she's been like, you absolutely have to and take I, this out, and I got teary eyed, and then she what was, was like, it? okay, fine. Uh, we'll save that. We'll tell you later. <laughs> I was trying to get you to say it. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, I almost fell for it. Actually, I enjoy being married, so that is a wise. <laughs> we'll save it for like a Patreon exclusive or something like that, or it'll never see the light of day. Yeah, or we'll rock paper. You put it on the cutting room floor, right? Like you took it all the way up. I still have the the. What do they call Raw, it? The uncut audio. What do they call it? The, the master. Um, master. Yeah, the master. The, like That's the what master that would copy? Be. Yeah, like in film, Polaroids. The <laughs> That's so stupid. The that film. We yeah, I guess anyway. it's just film. Okay. The floppy disks. Oh, I know. I was like. <laughs> The real? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good shit. Okay, but so yes, what are we... we are very excited to have you here today. Yeah, what are we going to talk about I'm today? I'm thrilled. Tis a, tis a pleasure. <laughs> tis well, a pleasure. I wanted to talk about, I mean, I'm not a big bookworm, 
never have been, probably mm-hmm. never will be. I do love listening to podcasts and I will listen to a book from time to time. But what's but, your favorite podcast? Um, she wants you to say the one you just the name were of it. About. I know what she wants me to say. She's not it's my she's favorite murder, lady. obviously. A bitch. <laughs> or scam goddess. Bitch. I one of that one. Scam no, goddess. off the page I love with MB is obviously my favorite. All right, Thank stop you. sucking up. I was like, True. this is about to be the shortest podcast of all time. <laughs> we're like, about to fight over the internet. Audio. I know, I know. Our audio just went out. Oh, how weird. Oh, no, we're disconnected. Oh, no. <laughs> this is giving me... Uh, I'm going through a tunnel. I'm, going, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going through we're by the mountain. I'm sorry, we can't it's get like, service. It's like... Uh, the obviously parent trap Lindsay Lohan when she pulls out the candy wrapper and she's like (laughs) you're breaking up that was a very specific reference I respect it that's part of the reason why I love the podcast is you do have there are some very specific references and I love it it's a niche for sure you know I was talking to my sisters we had a uh, Skype or a FaceTime call and Kay was like, my older sister was like, I love the references, some of which I know only members of our family are going to get. <laughs> I'm like, You're welcome. Yeah, it's all for you. I mean, pretty much sometimes it feels like only members of our family are listening. But number 97 in Germany. In Germany, shout <laughs> so, out. Wait, Looking what up, Germans? Danke. There you go. There you go. That's all I know in German. That's hey, that's more than I respect. do. Anyways. Anyway, so what book did um, we decide to the, read, Megan? My favorite book, which I know is something that most avid readers or book lovers, I guess, would never do is choose a favorite book. But I have one because, again, not a big reader. <laughs> um, well, it's okay. We can still accept you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love that you guys keep doing yeah. that. Thank That's you. all she does to me, <laughs> by the way. Thank you. We only no, call... thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. So we're going to talk about my favorite book called The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho, I believe Correct. it is pronounced. I thank had to you. Oprah I, that shit. He was on I Oprah. I did. Well, you know who reads the audiobook? Jeremy yeah. Irons. I know. I listened to it. Scar <laughs> himself. Yeah, it's indeed. Good. It's good. Jeremy Scar Irons. Scar from The Lion King. Oh, Scar. Yeah. I heard Gar. Oh, no. Oh, Scar. Scar. Okay. Scar. Gonna rip Scar. a dart, dude. Yeah. What does he say in that? Uh, no, what? Is, oh, shoot. What is this big line with? Be prepared. No, yeah. not that. Well, okay, never mind. It's no, not that's important. his big number. That's well, that's his, yeah. his big number, but yeah. I, he that says something so funny slaps, to Zazu that real. always like kills me right before that when he's like, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts to only do. <laughs> He does this whole speech and then Scar's looking at him like, the fuck is your problem, dude? I'm surrounded by idiots. Idiots. <laughs> oh, Scar. Anyway, yeah, I listened to it. It was great. So yeah. what do you love about this yeah. book, Megan? Tell me everything. Because I have some feelings about it. Do you want to start with the synopsis? Yeah, let's let's do it. I'm not a notes person. Usually I just go off my brain memory. But um, she really went to fish for this. I I really did. I put some effort into it. God Um, bless. Because I wanted to remember because there are so many elements of this book that I love. And there's like so many quotes and like such great individually standing quotes, you know, like yes. you could pull those out of anywhere and be like, Oh wow. That's I'm, so beautiful. And not I'm have post to it on Instagram. It yeah. There's, yeah. there's so many. And I wrote several of them down, but I think 
the first time I read this book, I was trying to remember how I even heard of this book. And I honestly don't know. It wasn't a book we read in school. No, but you, you were in high school when you told yeah, me Yeah, I feel it. Like, like I was I like 16, Oh, so this is 15, like an older 16. book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Here, it's probably I'll actually give... from like the 90s. Yeah, let me... Uh, yeah, so 93. Yeah, same. 93, yeah. Yeah, so the book, it, the synopsis says, The Alchemist by Paul Coelho continues to change the lives of readers forever. With more than 2 million copies sold around the world, The Alchemist has established itself as a modern classic, universally admired. Paul Coelho's masterpiece tells a story of Santiago, an Andalusian shepherd boy who yearns to travel in search of a worldly treasure as extravagant as any ever found. The story of the treasure Santiago finds along the way teaches us, as only a few stories can, about the essential wisdom of listening to our hearts, learning to read the omens strewn along life's paths, and above all, following our dreams. Beautiful. It's $33 on Amazon, just so you all know. Listen to your heart. When it's calling there it is. You. Oh boy, here we go. Anyway, what were your favorite quotes? <laughs> Don't listen to her. No, listen to your I heart. Had, I had a lot. Okay, like I already kind of decided what I wanted to say. So if you don't mind, like I'm yes, just gonna yes, go please, into, please, please. Do. No, um, this is an organized podcast. We have a format you need to. I follow. understand that this is your podcast, but I'm the guest, so I have already decided how it's going to run for me. That's uh, I would expect. I love this. This is a power move. I, I yes, would expect nothing less yes. from you. Honestly, come in, take over. <laughs> this I am here for it because I've really wanted to share how why I love this book is how it has changed how it meant something to me as I've grown older I don't think I read this book for probably close to 10 years I read it I read it originally like as a high schooler and then again I think in college and I remember um Leah read it in the car when we were driving from Los Angeles to Phoenix I remember that too and that's also the place she she shoved the in and out burger in your face that's the greatest story of all time (laughs) Anyway, I'm not even I'm, full. I'm not even. I'm so hungry. I'm not even full. And she literally just She's got like, her burger and she just yeah, shoved it like, into her face. I, mean, <laughs> so I don't know. I was jet lagged from Australia. I don't know. But that was amazing. Um, so I don't really remember like feeling so impacted. Well, I'm impacted now having read it again just this last week in a, such a different way. I think when I was 16 reading this book, you know, you kind of think about life in this big like everything's open and dreams are huge and you can just Mm. do whatever whatever you want. Yeah. Everything's laid out in front of you. Mm. And then now being 30 and realizing like, wow, I thought my dreams were these really big accomplishment based dreams. Mm -hmm. Mm. And then, then I kind of, I've been, the the most interesting thing is it actually, and maybe this is a personal note, (laughs) like aligns perfectly with what I've been talking about in therapy. And so it was like Mm. really meaningful to have it come right back into my life at this time, because it totally gave me a perspective on what my dream is. Mm. And I didn't, I think I've always thought of dreams as, like I said, accomplished based. You go there, you do this thing. Yeah. Right. And they're, they are sometimes they are absolutely can be that way. I was going to say, you're very, at like 16, you were like, I knew, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Like you were that kid. Yeah. I, 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 I was definitely always envious of that because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go do this. No, just kidding. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Which is also valid. Like oh, and yeah. that's what I now working with high schoolers, I really want to like foster that or encourage that 
whole whimsy person type in a of way, thing. or yeah. just kind of like spontaneity. Cause I've never mm. really been a spontaneous person. Mm, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm like, no, this is what I know. And this is what I like. And this is what I do. Mm. So reading it back again, I realized a dream that I have is not accomplishment based, not destination based at all. It's truly like a heart dream. And so then hearing, listening to this book all over again was like, Oh, right in my feels like you, this is hitting me exactly no but in such a good way yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what so you're I think I, I pulled out different themes and elements that I love that may have been different from before because I just have a different perspective yeah I do think age also helps that like I'll go back and read something totally. that I loved as a kid like Anne of Green Gables and I'll pick up more about like the Marilla side of things the second time right that you read something and you're like I was so you know, you're always so into that one character, that one piece that you just mm-hmm. need time and reflection on to be like, oh, just kidding. I'm closer to Marilla's age than I am Anne's now, which it's like makes me Ugh. feel really old. My yeah. body feels closest to Matthew than it does <laughs> to anyone else. So for someone who hasn't read the book, aka me. What? You were supposed yes, to read this. I would love, to, oh, I would love to give you some of the elements. I've got you. I've got yes. You. So one of the things that's really key about this entire story is this young man, which it's never really, I think when I first read it, I thought he was like a 12 year old boy. And this time I was like, I think he's he's a young man. Yeah. I think he's he's a young 20, something like that. Just like 18 is the number of this episode. (gasps) That's right. It's all coming together. It's all Mm. coming together. Maybe that's why it's already in my head. This podcast is not in retrograde. (laughs) No, the timing is so interesting. It's very fortuitous. Or two. Absolutely. I love that word. So he's, he's this young man who, you know, meets this character, whether it's real or not, that's kind of up to your own. I mean, I don't think he's a real person, obviously. I don't think so either. Right. He's just, I don't think the book thinks he has either. He's a manifestation, right. He's a manifestation of something else and kind of ignites this fire within the boy to go and pursue this dream that he has. He, he was told that he, he has a treasure at the pyramids in Egypt. And so he's like, oh my God. And he's a shepherd. He's just a regular person, like doing what he does every day. Like he doesn't, you know, want for anything. He's just, he's happy. Yeah. So he's like, wow, I really have to go. And now I have to do this. And he's so passionate about it. And he starts out on this journey and he's, he's so focused and he knows exactly what he wants. And he's got to find the people who are going to help him get there. And I think we all kind of feel that way when we start out on a dream, it's like, okay, what am I going to do first? And how am I going to get there? And then what am I going to do? What's that going to be like? And there's Absolutely. mostly hope and joy, mm, right? And you're all like, yes. excited about it. And he starts to meet different people along the way and kind of, you know, his path pivots a little bit here and a little bit there. And yeah, it some of the characters that he meets along the way are, are so important. And I love them. Like one of them is this man who owns a crystal shop. Oh, I like And Santiago too. meets him and he's working for him for like a year to earn money to buy this camel because this other person told him he needs a camel to cross the desert and all this stuff. And so he's working for this guy and talking about dreams. And this crystal shop owner talks about making the pilgrimage to Mecca. And he's talking about how incredible it is. And people pass by a shop all the time and do this. And Santiago, the boy is like, well, why aren't you going? And he just says, some dreams are better in your head. He's like, mm. I love the way that I imagine this experience to be. And he doesn't really want to risk it by realizing this dream. Yeah. Interesting. I thought that was the most interesting character too. That you know, and the Englishman. 
I don't want to cut you off, mm-hmm. but it's but so... But she's going to. I wish I, you wouldn't, but okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I no, no, have... no, no, no. Please. I'm just joking. I'm joking. All right. I'm going to re-steal the spotlight on your podcast real quick. Um, you borrow it. Okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Love you. Love you. Um, <laughs> you had to know this was going to be an extremely chaotic podcast with me and Megan. It's almost um, as chaotic as when Leah's here. Oh, love that bitch. Um... <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> the common denominator here is definitely not me being chaotic. So that's a conversation that Paige and I have been having actually earlier today with, you know, me getting diagnosed with a chronic illness. It's kind of ha- been a learning moment. Yeah, it's it's definitely reshaped a lot of my dreams and, and my goals and some of which I was had kind of shifted over the last year and I was kind of, you know, actively pursuing and are, are not really things that I can I can physically do ever do. Yeah. And when you have these dreams that the door kind of closes on, even if they weren't going to happen it is that like it, it's not necessarily about the dream it's like that little bit of childish joy the hope mm. it feels like that gets crushed and so you know that that bit of you know the process being the fun and even if the dream's not realized having something to which wait so having something to aspire to is is half the fun and so i i think that's interesting and you know i'm not trying to be a downer this isn't to say that like i'm not gonna ever have any dreams or like anything like that but like i think that really does resonate especially right now because i've been thinking a lot about what it means to have dreams and goals and and how important that is to like a daily functioning yeah, to like experiencing joy and having something to to like strive toward. It really is an important part of like each phase of your life. I feel like everyone has this kind of wild dream that maybe, you know, some people call it a pipe dream, mm, but right. it's kind of a dream that we all just have because the idea of of this dream coming true is like at least it from my perspective it's like wow, then my life will be so significant and yes. amazing and uh, so yes. incredible. Yes. yes. And, and it's fun. Like those, and just like the guy in the crystal shop, you know, like mm-hmm. he just enjoys having that dream. And I think we all kind of have that. Yeah. And there's this point where Santiago, spoiler alert, meets the alchemist and he's having this conversation and he, along the way, Santiago finds this woman that he loves and there's, you know, it's a town and he's like, I could be happy here. Like, mm. And he's telling the alchemist, like, I could I just do this. I don't, I don't yeah. need to go. I don't to need Egypt. to go to the pyramids. I found a woman I love. I've got this place that I, I'm happy in. And the alchemist says, yeah, you'll be happy for a year. Yeah. Mm. And then by year two, you'll start wondering. Mm. And because that dream never dies, you'll always mm-hmm. wonder, well, what if mm. I had gone? What, what would be different? Mm. And so he's kind of explaining it as. Right. You know, Santiago's thinking, oh, you go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I thought that was probably my favorite part, mostly because I have a lot of dreams like 
unfulfilled, right? Like when you knew me in high school, when you were probably reading this book, I wanted to be an actor and I had like Mm -hmm. all of these grand ambitions and took so much time. I mean, I didn't do other extracurriculars. All I did was theater because I thought that's what I was going to do. And when those dreams didn't pan out, like logistically, and my, I didn't get the backing I felt like I needed. And I realized how foolish, well, it, you know, it's not foolish, but you, you'll see the story. Anyway, I, I realized like teaching is, is a version of that for me. Like I get to be almost like be a character, but I still like the part of the acting that I really enjoyed was like giving a gift to someone else or being present in a moment with them and like helping them through on their own journey. And that's the same thing I get to do with teaching, you know, like I stand in front of them all day, every day, and I get to be part of their lives, but it's also me, but it's also not me like different version of me. Anyway, you have to be really present when you're teaching and just like yes, acting, I mean, just like you acting. have to be present and right. you're constantly feeling the energies of other people. And yeah, right. I mean, it makes total sense. And I think that's kind of, and that's, I felt I, like that. Like I, when that part came up yeah. in the book, I was like, huh, I wonder, I don't feel like resentment necessarily. So I kind of pushed back against that in the book, but I liked that point because I do think for some people, and I don't know if this is super gendered thinking of on my own part, but like, I think for a lot of men, that is very true. Like, they feel like, I don't know about you, but we probably both know a lot of the same types of people that got married really young. Mm-hmm. And I think about them now and I'm like, ooh, do you really, do you have like a lot of resentment? Cause you didn't go out and try all of those things you said you were going to do when we were like, you know, 16 and doing things we shouldn't have been doing mm-hmm. <laughs> that sort of thing. You know, like, do you, do they harbor resentment? Cause I wouldn't say I do. I'm not like bitter about it, but I'm, I definitely like think it's a dream unfulfilled, you know, but I'm also, you know, only 30. So it's not like I'm dead. I could probably go do it if I wanted to, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I think there's a, um, I don't want to say joy, a, I guess excitement or kind of something that fuels you is knowing that, well, maybe I will decide to realize that. Dream. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, like yeah. It's, yeah. it's my choice. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, that's kind of what like Santiago's talking about. Like, right. Cause at first he's like the alchemist, when the alchemist says that he's like, no, whatever. whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. What do you know? Crazy spiritual man. Like, so he, he's, he's kind of like whatever. And he literally like speaks to the desert and to the wind and it comes very spiritual and like also trigger warning. It's very Christian religious yes. in a way. So there's a lot very. of elements of God, but it's in a really general sense. So I didn't, it didn't really bother me, but there's a quote that the, I wanted to read because the alchemist yes. says it during this conversation It's towards the very end of the book. And that's the incorrect tab. Mary Beth cut this all out while I'm trying to find my thing. Never. This is definitely <laughs> staying in just like when okay. Paige said, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really thought you were going to. Okay. Okay. So the quote is tell your heart that the fear of suffering is worse than the suffering itself. And that no heart ever suffered when it goes in search of its dreams. That sounds like my therapist. (laughs) Right. It's very, every, a lot of those quotes are very. Yes. Trying to convince me to come out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think. Again, like now listening to this book as an adult, I think when I heard that, I thought, I don't think I really understood what it meant to say no heart has ever suffered. Mm. Um, And listening to the book again, 
and hearing the the book is very much you know the journey is the point is your life it right. is your, yeah it's right. the point it's kind right. of how you the people you meet and that's like the Englishman that, that Pedro is talking yeah, about he meets like is, is not yet ready to see his treasure kind of thing is what yeah. the shaman the alchemist says and stuff so it's all about listening to those signs as you're on this path towards your dream and I think when I thought of your heart will never suffer, I thought of heartbreak and that that only means love. Oh no. Sorry. Keep, keep talking, Megan. Anyways. So I think uh, as, as a teenager, of course, when you think of your heart, you think of love and that that's kind of what that is always meaning. And it just had a different meaning, obviously for me as Mm. an adult now realizing, you know, has, has my heart suffered? What has that felt like? towards this dream it just I don't know it just really gave me a totally different perspective and thinking about you know wow yeah actually my heart has suffered in search of my dream and has that stopped me am I still open to the omens or the signs that might be coming my way and am I settling somewhere like really analyzing myself Hmm. in a way that I don't think I could have obviously as a 16 year old but right it's just a story that I think is it just, I love, I love a story that's so simple. It's not complex. You don't have to remember anything about characters really. And it just means something to you. It's very much transformative based on where you are in your life. And I love that. I did love you that know, it can speak to you in different ways. Did you know this is a text apparently that students are required to read in some pre-law programs? What do you think of that? Why do you think they require it? Because I read it and was like, pre-law? pre-law. Like it sounds maybe philosophical. Ethics, it's like ethics and philosophy, maybe? Yeah, it I don't... sounds very philosophical. Mm-hmm. But why would law people need to read it? Uh, because law... Uh, I mean, other than the ethics part, that makes sense to me. Well, a lot of a lot of law is like based around like uh, philosophy and logic. I guess that's true. And morality. Yeah, I and, guess that's true. And the, as the great American poet... <laughs> Oh boy. Miley Cyrus right. once said It's the climb? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I knew where, you where you're going. Oh boy. I totally forgot one of the elements of this book that is so cool is the two stones that he has. Uh-huh. He has a black one and a white one given to him by this, you know, person, person. this king that appears to him early in the story. I'm trying not to make a ball joke. A white one. <laughs> he has two stones. Okay. Yep. Good job. No, we're going to sit in silence and just really let you feel the the weight of that. Literally. His stones. Humor. I won't be ashamed. Mm-hmm. You'll be waiting a long time. I've made, <laughs> I've made much worse jokes on this That's podcast so that true. I've chosen not to edit out. <laughs> uh, but I, I love it because he, so there are elements in the, or, so, the ex- parts of the book where he, kind of asks this question like am i on the right path and he reaches into his little purse thingy to grab a stone and both the stones fall out through a hole that's never been in the, been in the bag before and just little stuff like that that's kind of like yeah sometimes you don't get an answer and you have to decide whether to press on or whether to take that as a sign and so every every part of your life is just kind of deciding is that a confirmation that I'm on the right path. Is mm. this trying to tell me to pivot? But that's the entire. I'm going to join you in the in the deepness or the Debbie Downer. But that's that's the point of life. Right. You you'll never know. Right. And you just have to trust your heart or trust your 
you know, spiritual guides or whatever it is that you believe in that you're headed in the right direction. Or don't believe in. Exactly. Or yourself. Yeah, exactly. Just believing in yourself, whatever you think is guiding you. The if, climb. If there's anything, you know, your own ambition can be your guide, whatever be it is. like Miley Cyrus. Uh, she's made some questionable choices, but sure. She has a lot of all. confidence, so... I think the other quote that I liked was no matter what he does, every person on earth plays a central role in the history of the world. Normally he doesn't know it. Um, mm-hmm. That's a very four quote. I'm an Enneagram four. I like to be unique. I like to be special. I like to be told that what I'm doing is <laughs> adding value to the world mm-hmm. instead of just like humdrumming it along, I guess. We all want to feel significant. We all do. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes me feel good. Okay, but I do have a question about that. I don't know if it's actually true. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. what your question is? No, because I don't want to feel that way. Because like, that's I think also- you're significant to the people in your life, right? So like, well, yeah, and like human life is obviously valuable. Do you think that a quote like that could also be used to say like everyone's a main character, everyone's special, like? Yeah, I think that's exactly what it's saying. Well, if hmm. everyone's special, then no one's special. That's uh, why I'm like, part of me is like, Ugh, no. Well, I think but part that, of me is I like, think yes. Ways that we define special because it's just like ways that we define beauty. You know, it's really right. kind of yeah. subjective. How you feel about it and what, like, in my opinion, I, there is nothing extravagant that I want with my life. There is nothing brag worthy or whatever that you know like oh well i'm going to show everyone that i've traveled to every country or something like that i don't know and no offense to anybody who does that's amazing for me all i want is to impact those in my life and the students that i work with in a positive way so right. that they can be on their path to whatever that looks like you know and so i feel i know that i'm worthy and i know that i'm needed and valuable in my space so that makes me feel significant and i know that i'm at least contributing in a positive way to the world because I'm having an impact on others. In a right. Positive that's way. how and I, I feel too. And I think that's a great response because like sometimes I think people are like, Oh, well you're never going to do anything in your life or your life is meaningless or like try to put others down. And it's like, no, your life can mean a whole hell of a lot to those around you. And it does right. mean that's a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. And, and our journeys do mean a lot to the people around us and to, you know. Also, I mean, like, not to be selfish, but my life means a lot to me. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, if that's only significant, I guess life, that's enough of an importance. My you know? life means Absolutely. a lot to Diego. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he would be devastated. The true love of your but life. But no, that, that's a great, a great answer. And, like... And it sounds like the point of this book is like finding your own journey, finding your own right. path, following your dreams for what they mean to you. Yes, I do agree with that. But I also, what do you think of this language of the world stuff from the book, Megan? I have feelings. It makes me feel like the the Babel Tower. The language of the world, I think, is very, like the first thing that made me think of was music you know, kind of a universal language. Yes. And then the other bit is, is a spiritual like energy. And yeah, I do believe not, not, I'm not like so fully committed to this, but I am very curious and I'm open to the idea of past lives 
And I think that we have talked about this before you and yes. I. Yeah. And I'm convinced that we knew each other in a past life. What about us? You, oh, for sure. You have soul partners and stuff like yeah. that. Well, you know, and not, again, I'm very surface level and um, fully respect people who know a lot more about it and people who deny it, whatever. I believe what you ever Yeah. Do. Right. Past lives. Yes. I do believe that actually that is a thing. There's, there's like an element of your souls kind of connecting with yeah. other souls. And it's, it's really all about like learning lessons. And yes. so I know I may have lost some of your listeners right now, if that's too, reading like, the omens. for you. But it's just, it just makes me think about, yeah, that um, there's significance in every life because we're all on a different kind of journey. But we're all connected. And that may be, I, I know people in my life who have truly like the shittiest of the shitty lives. Yeah. Just for, for no fault of their own or sometimes for fault of their own. And they're just like, <laughs> how can that be your life? Because it's, it's so different from mine mm. that I don't understand how things got to this place for you. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's, it, it's sad. It makes me think you have one life and this is it. But then I do kind of, you know, believe in that. Like this is their soul is on a journey that this is a lesson they need to learn somehow. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. this life I'm living, I, I don't know what lesson I'm supposed to be learning yet. And I, so I'm just kind of going with what I believe is my intuition, but I do kind of believe that the energy in the universe takes us to places that, whether I don't know, whatever you yeah. believe. And so it's just kind of I think that's just fun. I think it's fun to believe in something or to think it's it's horseshit. You know, <laughs> like I don't necessarily follow a Christian religion anymore, even though that's right. what I was raised. Yeah, we yeah. both grew up in that. That's yeah. where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah. It's saying that on this podcast. Oh we are a Christian only podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, are you guys no. on Christian no. or no 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 as a, as fish a, and loaves as a two we're on mm. yeah we're, we're uh, looking for our other male counterparts we're looking for men so that we can mm. finally uh, be a real real relationship yeah we can finally have meaning in our lives a, a mm-hmm. legitimate person right exactly so that we can finally own property if the world goes to shit right well we'd need and a white you know man what? in that yeah, case obviously leah and me are property owners so that's true the patriarchy i feel that on a spiritual level yeah hell yeah it is so to my soul my past life that literally just flashed through my brain like the amount of times you've had to move the amount of times i've had to move and i'm a little like i want a house just so i don't have to move again Mm -hmm. i hate moving so much they uh oregon just passed a rent increase by 14 percent. that's allowable now so (gasps) That made me so freaky. What? Yeah. 14% oh, Megan. Increase. Do you guys have a rent cap? That's what uh, they just increased. There was. <laughs> Shit. You couldn't increase more by 7%, and now oh, it just got geez. increased to 14 Yeah. Oh, my so gosh. So I'm really grateful now more than ever to Ooh. be in stable housing. And Yikes. Be fortunate enough to own my own home. Yeah. It's That's crazy. insane. Girl, you're about to have some more roommates. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nah, uh, uh. nah. <laughs> it's nah. three bedrooms and they're all taken so sorry. we busy we full yeah no there was no room for her in the end no in the end no none mary and joseph, joseph. and jesus and page turned away <laughs> me i was also there in my past life i was <laughs> mary the and page and uh diegua and tulala tulala she did a baby I would really, you know, we joked about this um, previously, but I would love to have a segment 
where I do talk about the really ridiculous things that I do in terms of crystals. And I need you um, to. I was actually really going to, I don't know if you're up for it this evening, but I really was going to ask you about Brad Chad. Yeah. She wants you to tell the story of Brad Chad. Because I absolutely will. I absolutely. Should we, should we wrap up the alchemist? Conversation yes. Okay. Kind of okay. Transition? Yes. We're, yes. we're going to need new transition music to like, uh, let's see what, let's, let's see what we got on deck okay applause nice oh oh i can't hear any of it so oh it was like a bum, 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 bum. hold on no i feel like it jazzy. needs to be like a like a Chris- oh god something a little like ooh, spooky yeah girl you know these sound effects are very limited What's mm, what's de- whatever's <gasps> in the public domain? What? What? Oh, it said now recording. Oh fuck me! The green, the red light's been on this whole time. I don't know. I guess we're gonna find out. Anyway, I'm not touching anything. Stop doing that. Yeah, don't okay. touch it. Don't touch it. Okay. Anyway, and Brad, Chad. Okay, so well, fin- no, finishing, finishing the, the alchemist, alchemist conversation. Yeah. Anyway, I just I really love that story, and I think that a book you can go back to time and time again is in it in and of itself a treasure. And when it yes. means something different, like, is that not what books are supposed to yeah. do? Like take you to this place. I just love that. And it's, yeah, yeah it's not a complicated narrative. It's not something that you have to work hard to imagine. You know, yeah. I just love, it's so accessible. I think yeah. that's why I love it so much. Yeah. And I could see why you liked this book when you were younger and I can see, mm-hmm. you know, when I was trying to get you on the pod, I was like, what book have, has Megan read that I haven't read? Oh, yeah. Her favorite book. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm the worst friend. No. <laughs> I had yet to pick it up. How many stars? Oh, yeah. How many stars are you giving For it, For me, Megan? It's, it's five out of five. Yeah. How many ass claps? <laughs> None. <laughs> there are negative two out of 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Out of, okay. Yeah. And uh, heart thumps in terms of love zero right okay in terms of oh my god existential crises <laughs> about seven and a quarter yeah yeah okay. yeah okay yeah yeah um but it's good it's a good one it's really it's an easy read and that's why i love it okay that is high praise coming from the irresistible wait what did she say irresistible <laughs> And iridescent. <laughs> Never heard you laugh like that. That was amazing. Yes. And oh, that reminds me. They've started uh, like my work has forced us to use Microsoft Edge as our internet browser. Ugh, so when it open when you open the internet, it takes you to like MSN, and it has like fifteen different news stories. But one of the things that pops up are like top next door posts in your area. And the other day, the top one was like, I was walking down the street and I saw the police chasing a translucent man. Has any, or a nearly translucent man. And I was like, has anyone ever seen this? And someone, I was like going through the comments and they were like, it's from the description. It doesn't sound like you really saw that either. (laughs) And then, and then someone else was like, do you mean transient? Uh, because that's a completely oh, different no. word. <laughs> and it, it was just... Translucent, man. <laughs> it was like, 
gosh. my gosh. So that makes me sad that the state of education did not teach him. Uh-huh. That's like one words. of those things where you try to use a big word, but it is mm-hmm. definitely Swing not the miss. correct one. It's the apparently kid. And apparently I've never been on a roller coaster before. Yeah. And no apparently joke. I've never been to a fair before. And apparently you can go on the rides and apparently like, yeah, I had no a joke. kid come to me the other day and say, I specifically said this. Oh God. And I was like, is he for real? Also, my friend told me about this funny story she saw on uh, Facebook of a teacher explaining like she spent like 25 minutes explaining to the children how to do this like certain thing where they just had to write something on a piece of paper. It was like a quiz that they were taking and she didn't have them printed. She just put the questions on the board and she was like, continue and um, like write it on your paper. And she goes through this long, elaborate, you know, but like appropriate for the age group directions. And a child raises his hand and, and goes, are you wanting us to actually solve these problems too? Like write the answers. And all the parents on this Facebook post were like, oh my God, that's so funny. And my friend and I looked at each other and we were like, that's terrifying. Because to us, we read that as teachers, as educators. And we were like, oh my gosh, this kid is so, so lost that he doesn't even realize he's taking a test. Like, yes, we want your answers. That's the whole point of the assignment. Oh no. That he did not understand the assignment. Terrifying. Not at all. Anyway, that's the state of education right now. Um, COVID has ruined us all. But yes, Anyway, Megan, this is my fate. One of my favorite stories of all time. <laughs> Paige told this to me. I think it was shortly after we started dating and I laughed so hard. She yeah. has literally never forgotten it. This is the story of how Megan became a hero. Megan almost met her soulmate. Brad this is Chad. Story how Megan paid money to try to meet her soulmate. Okay. That's- yeah. Also I think true. That's more accurate. Can money so buy you happiness? It have been, you know, well, it didn't work, my friends. It really didn't. Yeah, work. but you have a house. So. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you should have <laughs> sent me a picture of a house. Jeez, no, no. <laughs> it's your condo. It's a drawing of a boy. So I saw, you know, I think this was like right near the start of COVID or something. And I'm scrolling through TikTok. I love TikTok. Represent. As you do. And girl pops up and she's like, you know, I, I found this lady, this psychic on Etsy, and she will, you know, draw your soulmate. And then she sends you a message about it. And so the the girl was kind of describing her soulmate that this lady told her and that she would meet him in like 11 months or something. And so she was like, check back in in 11 months. And I was like, LOL, like, we're all going to forget about you, but it's fine. And so I was like, wait a second. Like, I want to, I'm going to find that. And so I was like looking through the comments and she said who it was. So I go on Etsy and I'm looking for this lady and I found her and you can purchase like a soulmate reading or something like that. I think it amazing. Was and it was $33 and 33 cents. And I was like, money well okay. spent. Yeah. Three, I was like, three, I can three, throw three. away 30 bucks at Taco Bell. I mean, it's fine. Like, whatever. <laughs> And then throw away your whole ass in the toilet the next day. (laughs) Shit. For sure. For sure. (laughs) Shit. I have never spent $30 to talk about. Girl, we have. Like, my my stomach literally rumbled when you said that because I'm like, Mm. oh no, baby. (laughs) We didn't talk about that. Um, So I decided, okay, like, fine, like, whatever. What's the worst that can happen? It's COVID. I don't care. I need something to believe in at this point. (laughs) Your dreams. Yeah. You need to follow yeah. your heart, Megan. I was. 
I yeah. really did. Mm -hmm. So I paid the $33 and she says like within 24 hours, she'll give you your thing. Okay. So I do get a message probably like eight hours later. So like it wasn't a full 24 and I, she sends me a, a picture. It's like a pencil drawing of this person, a man. I never told her that I was straight. I do you feel like her... you were typecast? Like she assumed that you were straight there. Oh, very much so. Yeah. There was no like asking me about my personal preferences. And so I guess that's part of being a psychic is that she just would have known right mm. that I'm straight, I guess. Mm. We should test. This. I didn't think that I was like, whoa, that was kind of a big assumption, Leap. but okay. And the picture of this guy is, I will text it to you Paige. So you yes, can please. Put it on we're going to put okay. it on Instagram. Yes. The thank you. Energy of this soulmate is over. So that was the big thing that she sent me this picture and she wrote this whole description about oh he's he's a really cunning man he's very driven cunning um, but he's yeah it sounds he like a slytherin i don't know if if i probably, approve can you send us the I description mean, as yeah, well probably a yeah i will i will okay sure. okay okay i love this so that everyone can read it because it's a little redonkulous but i also want everyone to read it because i i kind of believe that maybe she has three or four set drawings that she just sends people randomly right so i would I not be of, surprised I would like by that to compare with other people who might have done this also we have like a few male listeners according to our demographic so you know if this sounds like it fits or looks like you or someone Please you may know reach out to us at off let the page us know with send us a dm uh -huh. and slide into the dms we can set we can set you up oh my gosh you, mr yeah, we could be the matchmaking podcast. Oh my gosh, how cool would that be? That would be However, adorable. However, according to the psychic, I the the energies and the good juju has passed now. Okay, because oh dear. she said I can't share that picture with anyone. It was seven seventeen months. Yes, I remember. This. I had to wait seventeen because you wouldn't was, even show me, and, and I, I was, was asking. Upset. I really wanted to know. I was like. Mm -hmm checking in with Paige. I was like, can she show us the photo yet? Because yeah, she legit would circle back every month. I really need to know because I, I was didn't like... I show anybody. This... I didn't. I really, really, really need to know because <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest thing I have ever heard. Mm -hmm. Like, you are up on the trends in a way that, yeah, that I've is never actually dreamed. True. Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's the thing about Megan is it she really, really knows her shit. Been amazing if it had come true but mm. you know well I'll it never still could follow something that's kind of crazy a little bit but if it doesn't involve any like risk you know like yeah. it really is not risky. yeah it's like 30 dollars it. so, yeah it was like whatever okay like if nothing else i'm supporting this small business okay great. i'll <laughs> sleep at night because of that i don't know this lady i don't know who she is but you support the like, scam yeah, it, probably probably we should make a podcast um, about that well, this game got more money though. So she told me like, yeah, you, you can't share this photo because it could block our energy and we may not meet. And mm. so, you know, whatever. So she was like, basically kind of keep it to yourself. And I was like, okay, I did. I mean, I told people that I had done this. I didn't show anybody the picture. I was like, okay, if nothing else, like I can do that. This is like, I can hold onto this picture for seven. That's months. true. And I forgot about it for a long time. And then <laughs> oh, I, I remembered. Did <laughs> Mary Beth remembered it for you. <laughs> I remembered probably like just over a year after. And I was like, oh. And so then it was, it was November of last year. Oh yeah, it was. November of last year was the time when I could finally like share. Cause she said within, in 17 months, you will meet 
person and your paths will cross. And I hope that you're open and you're ready to it. And so I have in my mind, like I'm looking for this person who looks like this. And I work at the time, worked at an elementary school, mostly women. I was going to say. I never came into contact with anybody who looked like this. I did. He looks like a frat boy. I, mean, I did. That's he classic. Brad Chad. I did. He came in a Barbie uh, rapper mm -hmm. and his mm -hmm. name is Ken. Mm -hmm. Oh, Megan. Yeah. Very much Best so. Best $30 you ever spent. It's, yes. Yeah, I will, everyone can look at the picture and then I hope somebody else out there has done this and can tell me, oh my God, I got the same picture or something because it love would just that. be funny to me if it was a scam. And even if it wasn't a scam, like, okay, whatever, like no harm, no foul. <laughs> Absolutely. But as soon as I could, th those 17 months were up, I remember just being like, oh, okay. Like, I guess yeah. I knew that it wasn't real, but oh, fun to dream uh, fun yeah to no that's like the actually the bummer of it because imagine if you I could know. say that you did meet him yeah there's some oh. psychic part. but again like the more that i've talked about it and the more that i've shared really only with like you guys and maybe a couple other friends because it is a little embarrassing but uh, congrats you're sharing like, it on a podcast now with 200 yes, listeners or Hell more yeah. all of you in germany was good what is up our what german friends up? Yeah, you know, he didn't quite make it to me. And okay. I think that's his fault at this point because I did my part and I didn't talk about I bet about you him. he shared your picture. Oh, shit. I bet. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. What? Then, he, then we weren't meant for each what other. If because he, what I, if he, There is no way what that my she, soulmate would give up on a, a commitment like that. What, what if, if the artist, like, pairs clients together? <gasps> so what if it's actually an actual human who sent her money when he was drunk and was looking for his soul. What if, no, thanks. what if he Gosh. shared your photo? What if he shared your drawing yeah. in a past life? And <gasps> this is the punishment. Oh my goodness. I'm so being tragic. punished for his mistakes. No, that sounds like something mm -hmm. uh, Girl, a spirit would do. Girl, that sounds mm -hmm. like some Slytherin energy to me. And he, she said he was I'm cunning. Pretty sure I'm a Hufflepuff. So I'm not interested some of the greatest agreed no thank you love pairings what are you no thank, no, thank you. you are you huff mm -hmm. or you're not hufflepuff what are no. you no yes get yeah, you're gryffindor obviously i'm, I'm a hufflepuff sure I'm too hufflepuff, you are you are i remember we took the quiz i never together. see here's the thing is like i don't really care about harry potter yeah <laughs> i'm over it after jk rowling outed herself oh, as so, a yeah. shitty human being yeah that was but to be honest, low. like I'm cooler than you because I was like over it before she even did that. <laughs> I've actually haven't been interested in it since like. Hmm, um, but to be honest, uh, who has the number ninety seven podcast in the cat book category in Germany? That's only because I don't have my own podcast. Oh, that's oh. true. That's actually very true. So <laughs> no, here's the reason: I don't have my own podcast because I don't want to do the work to produce it. <laughs> I know that is Shit. the worst part. Like, yeah. No. I just I'll talk for hours, but I don't want to. That's how I feel about this podcast. I will talk for hours. And I had oh, to, yeah. I had to edit one of our podcasts and I literally thought I was going to throw the computer across the room. I was like, remember when we used I to make hate. like YouTube videos and stuff yes. and you would sit there in your bed and like try to edit them. And I was like, this is so boring. Yeah. She would literally <laughs> yeah, just walk away. The editing is rough. It's be like, whatever. No, I remember. I oh my gosh. I'm now just remembering the story you told on that one podcast or that one episode where you cut your hair. When you were on, you got a oh, cold and you took a bunch yeah. of NyQuil. Yeah, oh my the God. only time. I'm not, so a, fucking I'm not funny. a medicine person. No. I and just, I just don't take, I don't know. It's just because I. I will never forget my mom in the background of that going, 
oh my god and then and then, and then <laughs> leah going oh, megan when you just it's, like do the joe, grand reveal your like, hair, my joe, you're beautiful. Out and i turned my head to the side and you just see it's like a it's a blood cut along my jaw it's like, so it's, amazing megan oh, you don't have that computer anymore no so that, those videos are just gone aren't i have they? no well because i tried to transfer them all before i bought the other computer uh-huh. and no. i remember it i mm, yeah i no. still remember them in my head i do too in, in me the, too front room where the piano was yes yeah. and you yeah. did <laughs> yeah this is a good times Weird megan and i've been through a lot so. yeah it's yeah you're my longest friend my oldest yeah. longest lasting friendship this is Which, true and that's the fun thing that we talk about all the time is that like we in the friend group that we had we weren't even the closest no no know? i thought but, you were too crazy for me you would like let the girls do a bunch of stuff and i was like this is gonna no this is not gonna end well <laughs> And you were like, it's yeah, true. let's try yeah, it. A little, a little wild. I yeah, was a little risk averse. <laughs> I was just in it yeah, for like. I, think, I feel like we kind of role reversed a little bit. Yeah, we did. Like, were you there in the field when <laughs> y'all tried to do a seance to talk oh, yeah. to Yeah, Were Heath, you there for that? Heath we Ledger. were trying to talk to Heath Ledger. Or was that Autumn and I? Who even knows anymore? That doesn't, I don't think I was there for that. No, that's one of my favorite childhood memories. That's, the wildest fucking thing. That's anyway, crazy. I remember playing apples to apples as quietly as we possibly could at Emily's house because we didn't want to wake up her parents. Oh, that- and did you ever tell Mary Beth about the cards that I played? And then we all like Peter pants. Cause it was so funny. No, oh, sure. I'll tell it because okay. it's hilarious. <laughs> um, I just twist remember my it arm. Because, yeah, I know. I just remember it because we, we were all laughing so hard, but we couldn't make noise because we were going to wake up her parents. Yeah. And so it was just like good hard, times. like ab crunching, crunching laughter. And then like, you inevitably do wake them up and then they just come out and just like stare at you yeah. with the like scariest did, look on their he face. He probably did. He, her dad probably did. Her dad was intense. Oh my gosh. I, was I asleep? I feel like that was probably one of those nights I fell asleep and everybody else was awake. I was always sleeping. So we were you're all lo- in the in the room. Like it wasn't a room we were always in. It was the room like right off the garage. Was Jesse there? I don't think he was there. If he wasn't there, I'm going to be quite honest. We were probably together making out somewhere. No, Baby! You were, you were there. I was? The okay. four of us were there. Yeah, I do okay. remember that. Then I was... Because we were all trying so hard to be quiet. Yeah, I'm not a very quiet laugher, so I can you see that being a real challenge. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, pro- anyway, Megan, I have a very important know. question for you. Who's louder, mm-hmm. me or Paige? You asked this, or you said something about this on the last episode. And yeah, she's having feelings. I. She's up in her feels about this. I wouldn't describe either of you honestly. I wouldn't describe either of you as a loud person. Thank you, Megan. You like, really are I, the OG. Thank you. Then that bitch, still that bitch, will forever be. <laughs> no, I wouldn't describe either of you as loud. I know loud people. I like. I think I'm loud a lot of the times, but it's more of it's an energy thing. You know, yes. like some people are just like, you're like, hi. Do you know that you're screaming? Oh, yes. I'm so yeah. sorry. I can hear your entire conversation. Right. Okay. Oh, do you maybe oh, want to shut the fuck up? Do you mean? Thank you. Do you mean Diego? A little bit. Yeah. Oh no. Nothing. Diego can say whatever he wants. Mm. Um, no, I wouldn't, I don't think either of you are loud. Paige turns on her loud teacher voice when she needs to, but That's you're not true. like just loud for being loud. No, thank I you so much, Megan. Be. You're welcome. 
Well, such a suck up. I think that these dogs are about to hit their limit. Delilah is ready to prowl. Yeah, she's given us the eyes. But it has been so lovely to have you on this podcast, Megan. You truly are the OG, iridescent, partially translucent, and absolutely the best. Okay, Delilah said hi. Fuck, 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 fuck. Delilah. Um, Is there anything you'd like to shout out before we wrap up here? I'd really like to shout out the H3 podcast. (laughs) Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend... And I cannot believe you listened to that. Which is White Claw Gabe's favorite day. So, fuck, fuck baby, yeah, fuck. fuck. Yeah. Wow. wow. To eat the hot chip? No, absolutely not. No, absolutely I agree. Not. I agree. Not. I can't believe Lena was just like, it's okay. Right I was like, you got an iron stomach? No, not I. No, thank you. I don't know why this Zoom thing is determined to determined to blur. <laughs> I know it was. I know. I think. I think going well, because I think it's trying. It only is used to identifying one, one person. person. Yeah. So yeah, I think you should just turn choose it off, my. It's be no, like just that. say none. Just hold on, none. none. Okay. All right. Wait, hold on. None. <laughs> okay, here we go. You are here literally go. like a grandma. You're like, for a person who works on a computer all day at work, I'm recording shook. in progress. Okay. Oh. Um, oh, do I have to approve it? Or, oh. oh, it's just okay. Oh, got it. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I just, oh, is it because you're a facilitator? <laughs> I just like to <laughs> no. always, you know, start the recording whenever I feel like it. Uh, this is true. You, know, you got to have the, me. You got to have the after the credits um, fodder. Yeah, absolutely. Do you listen to that or no? Yeah, it's usually something to do with Diego. Obviously. Diego. 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 Say hi to your Aunt Megan. How is that big boy? Well, he's very sweepy today. He's been, yeah, he's been, I think. Napping. Feeling a little tired. He's been feeling his age. I mean, who among us? Um, He tried.